Hey guys, Dr. Celestine here for another episode of the Four Vaginas Only podcast. In this episode, I wanted to go over quickly the fairly new RSV vaccine that's available for pregnant women so that you can get some quick facts, quick updates about it, and decide if it's for you. But first, let's cue the music. Hello and welcome to Four Vaginas Only, the podcast about everything female. I'm your host, Dr. Celestine, bringing you important information about understanding your health and body in the way you wish your doctor would actually explain it. Hi guys, I am Dr. Charles C. Celestine. Welcome to the Four Vaginas Only podcast once again. Like I said, this is going to kind of be a quick and dirty overview of the RSV vaccine. Maybe you're newly pregnant or thinking about getting pregnant again, and you heard that this vaccine just came about, and you're interested in trying to figure out if you want it or not, and why you would even need it. So this is the podcast to listen to for that. Okay, so first of all, what the hell is RSV? So (laughs) RSV is respiratory syncytial virus. It's actually a common respiratory virus. It usually just causes like a mild cold-like symptoms in adults. But um, for some small kids, infants, they can get very, very sick if they have contracted RSV. So an estimated, according to the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology, about 58,000 to 80,000 of children under five years old contract this virus. Most of them are under the age of six months old. So they're teeny tiny babies when they contract the virus and they could end up in the ICU. They might need oxygen, IV fluids, mechanical ventilation. And unfortunately, about 100 to 300 of children under five end up dying from RSV in the United States. So it can be pretty severe. If you live in the United States, the season for RSV that's most common is somewhere between September and January. Those are the months where the RSV rates really spike up. So because of this, there is, you know, some concern, obviously, and there's been a vaccine in the works for a while. And now, as of August of 2023, the FDA has approved the first RSV vaccine from the company Pfizer. The vaccine's called Abrisvo, and it's for use actually in pregnant individuals to actually give your newborn that's still growing inside of you some protection against RSV once it's born. So it's a similar concept to how we do the Tdap vaccine or the tetanus diphtheria pertussis vaccine. That has been for many, many years given in the later half of the third trimester to give your baby some protection against pertussis, which is known as whooping cough. Now this vaccine is kind of in addition to that to protect your baby against RSV once born. The recommendation is to give this vaccine to pregnant people between weeks 32 to 36 of the pregnancy and to give it seasonally. So to give it to those that will be having a baby sometime between September and January when the RSV season spikes. Now there is another RSV vaccine that's available in general for adults, but that's not recommended in pregnancy. The only one recommended in pregnancy is this Pfizer Abrisvo vaccine. So obviously this vaccine has been very, very studied. Nothing gets through to pregnant women unless it's gone through the most rigorous amount of studies. So there are some things we don't even study or we can never study because it's, you know, almost unethical to study in pregnant women. But this vaccine was studied, you know, and it has done really, really well. It's very efficacious, as we say. So it actually has lowered the severity of symptoms that an infant can get from RSV by about 90% within 90 days after birth compared to those that did not get the vaccine. 
So it's really, really efficacious and in preventing RSV, at least severe RSV infection in your newborn and in your infants. And the side effects are really mild. So just the regular vaccine injection side effects, if anybody's gotten the flu shot, you kind of know how um, that feels. So your arm can be a little bit sore for a while. Also some muscle pain, some nausea and headache and pain at the injection site are stated as common reactions to the vaccine. Okay, now here's the interesting part. So there is a prescribing information warning on this vaccine that states that it can lead to preterm birth, but the preterm birth difference, you know, is not that great, to be honest. And I don't even, what I'm seeing, it doesn't seem that statistically significant. So for example, the people that received the vaccine, preterm birth happened in 5.7% of that group in the study. Versus people that did not receive the vaccine, it was 4.7% had a preterm birth. So 1% difference if you didn't get the vaccine. Um, so to me, the benefits, and I'm assuming that's, you know, how this vaccine came to be, even for pregnant women, because in general, what we look for is that the benefits outweigh the risks. So in this case, that is true, especially if you're going to have your baby during peak RSV season. So there is also an antibody, which is something you can give the infant after birth. If you didn't want to get the vaccine, the infant can take this antibody after birth to decrease significantly the severity of um, RSV. So that's something else that you can talk to your doctor about. Or specifically, I would probably talk to your pediatrician about that or whoever's going to be taking care of your baby shortly after birth because they would know probably a little bit more about it than your OBGYN. As an OBGYN myself, we talk about or we you know, fully understand things that we give and do in pregnancy, not so much what we do after the baby is born. But if you didn't want to get the vaccine, that is something else that you could think of to do. And again, the vaccine is recommended in the later half of the third trimester for those who are pregnant. And we recommend getting it on the earlier half of that. So the earliest time you can get the vaccine is 32 weeks. And you need at least 14 days from the time that you got the vaccine to actually have the antibodies develop to protect the baby. So if for some reason you develop preterm and you don't make it to the full 14 days, you might still consider giving your baby the antibody after birth because it doesn't really have the full protection. So once the vaccine's inside of you, you need to still be pregnant for at least 14 days for that protection to take effect to your newborn. And another interesting thing is the antibody you can give your baby after birth there are studies that are showing it actually may have a longer protection than getting the vaccine in pregnancy, which I find really interesting. So it's kind of like, which one would you prefer to do? So like I said, talk to your potential um, care provider for the baby, like a pediatrician, as well as talking to your OBGYN in order to make the right decision for you. And some people, you know, don't want to get vaccines. We have a lot of vaccines now, right? We have the COVID vaccine, the RSV vaccine, the flu vaccine, the Tdap vaccine, but we've been getting vaccines forever. You've been, you've gotten, most of you have gotten a lot of vaccines since you were born. So, you know, it is important to understand what goes on with each vaccine and why we give it and why it's important talk to as many people as you need to in order to make the right decision for you and your family. And that's it. The quick and dirty RSV vaccine. Look at that. 
I think this podcast episode is going to be less than 10 minutes. Look at me. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast episode. I love bringing new things to you guys. I try to bring it as soon as possible so you can listen to it, understand it, then bring the questions to your healthcare provider so you can figure out what you guys want to do. You can find me at Four Vaginas Only on Instagram. And you can listen to the podcast on all podcast streaming platforms. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye for now.